Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, stand by. This is Tanner and Drew's Donkey Show. Hey, what it is, kids. Thank you for checking out Tanner and Drew's Donkey Show podcast. Heard daily at 1059thebrew.com. Yeah. I am Tanner. Drew's right there. We got Buster Ass Marcus on the mic at his house. Good morning. How was your weekend, Marcus? Good. Didn't do much. So I got to say, it's a, it's a real winner when you don't really have to get up off the couch and you just get to sit there. It's like I, I can take that weekend pretty much any day of the week. Yesterday was that for me. I didn't have anything to do. Uh, and I just I didn't put on real clothes at all. I was in sweatpants all day. I loved it. I made the mistake of so on Saturday night I was watching the MLS Cup final and my brother pours me this glass of whiskey like at the end of the night. Like in everything in your best judgment said, don't drink that glass of whiskey, but it was high end, so I drank it. Yeah. Dude, I woke up Sunday morning at like five forty five in the morning. Both my kids had crawled in my bed, were ground and pounding. And so I get up and I'm like, oh my God, you know when you wake up and you've had one too many drinks and you just know that today is going to be a sh- <laughs> like, I'm going to be doing that weird shake. Like I mean, blood sugar is low. Yeah. You know, everything sucked for the first two hours and it's all over one extra drink. W- one less drink. Yeah. I would have been jumping around with bells on. A high in whiskey will do it. Mm-hmm. What was it? It was, what was, I think it was um, Basil Hyden's, I believe it's called, how you pronounce it i always want to say basil hayden because that's what it looks like uh but it is uh it's good whiskey basil you know it's bad too when amy walks in she goes that's a large glass of whiskey (laughs) i'm like it is you just hear the judgmental tone i mean it was over the three finger line well i'm glad you guys had a great weekend i uh was yours it was okay it was much better once i got the antibiotics in me so marcus i ended up going to the emergency room or i guess zoom care Uh, you know what is that it's not an emergency room. It's a it's yeah. It's urgent a, care, urgent urgent care, care yeah, type yeah. thing. So Zoom care was really quick. Uh, I got an appointment. So I got out of here at one o'clock. The appointment is at one fifteen. They Which got was me in there. Perfect timing. Perfect timing because I had stuff to do at three, and mm. so I had I had this two hour window, and so luckily they got me in there at one one fifteen. I was out of there by one thirty. Um, he gave me some antibiotics. I had those in my system by one forty five, and probably by ten. I could feel that the swelling was going down a bit. You got to tell Marcus what how he reacted when you got there. So the first day or the second day? First day. So first. the first day, I get there on Friday, and um, I walk in, and he is already prepared because you know we talked to him. He's I waiting called, for you. I called beforehand, and Drew was in the in the studio, and and I and I and he, so he was waiting for me. He knew it was a dog bite, so he had these medications ready to go for me and everything. And when I walked in, he was right there in the lobby, and he goes, "Did that just happen?" Mm. And I said, no, it happened last night. And he goes, okay, come in here now. Because I guess it would have been a lot worse if it had just happened. Oh, if it looked like that already. Yeah, so it okay, happened, you so know. This was the last, progression. Right, it happened in the last 15 hours. He brought me in and he goes, all right, so here's the deal. Dog bites uh, get infected about 50% of the time. This one clearly is infected. He could just tell right away. And it was like you said, Marcus, you know, the swelling and all that stuff is a good indication that it's infected. Mm-hmm. It's amazing um, that they were on it that quickly because you texted me within minutes of your thing starting and you wrote definitely infected. And I'm thinking to myself, what is, how are they in the lobby? Yeah, he, uh, he was able to tell just by looking at it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then the doctor, he goes like, all right, so I want you to check in with me tomorrow at the same time because the next 24 hours are critical. If you come in and you got a big old Mickey Mouse hand. He says to me, he says this, he sits me down and he goes, listen, a lot of the times these are fixed with surgery. You might need surgery here. I won't know until tomorrow. We need Ooh. to see if these antibiotics will kick in. And so I break out into like a panic sweat. I go, are you kidding me? Like I thought this was just like an open wound. I was going to have to, you know, 
you know, just take care of for a couple of days, just nurse a couple of days. But mm-hmm. you're, now this guy's talking surgery. So I go home, and like I said, the moment I got into the car, I went to a 7-Eleven and got a, a water and pounded that antibiotic. Mm-hmm. And then I took another one at 10. You know what I mean? So I was do the front load. I didn't even think I waited the 12 hours. I just like, I need to get these in me. Yeah, because it needed to get going as soon as possible. And it's like, it might need surgery tomorrow. It's like, okay, now I've injected adrenaline and anxiety all yeah. up in my body. So uh, I go to the Zoom care the very next day, same time, and I walk in, and he goes, dude, it looks so, it looks night and day better. And I could tell. I could tell that the swelling had gone down. That it had scabbed up. Everything had scabbed up and had stopped bleeding. And he goes, dude, you avoided surgery. That's impressive. And I was, Did he actually call you dude? He was saying thing. He was just like, he goes, he, he goes, bro mode. He even said at one point, he goes, bro, I was singing about you a lot last night. Like I was really worried about you last night. And I'm like, Jesus. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that is, I was going to say is so great. It though, really was. Because at a place like that, you expect to get a very cold, you know, like, okay, I've been dealing with addicts all day. What do you need? He cares. this dude made you his patient for 20 I I was so grateful to him and the nurses at Zoom Care because I was expecting the same thing. Mm-hmm. I was not expecting the care that I got from Zoom Care. They really, and it only cost me 65 bucks. That's impressive. For everything. Dude, That's I went great. to an online dermatologist and it was 75 and that was just for the Over dude the to, video. Yeah, I was like, got to click the button. <laughs> Jesus, yeah. I, I was very grateful, so... Yes. I'm glad you're um, okay. Dog bites. I, I I will always recommend going in right away from now on, especially after what I heard from Drew, the listeners, and Marcus. Go in. You get a dog bite, go in. Even if you are positive it's not infected, it's best just to be sure. And most of us are not doctors or professionals, cause, so we can give a, a little bit of an opinion, but the food for thought, even if you'd gone in there and the guy's like, no, you're fine. I would have felt better about it. 60-some bucks for your peace of mind for the week. But as the day went on, like as soon as I took that bandage off at 8 in the morning, Drew, because I felt like the bandage triggered things, because that's when it started to get hot. Mm-hmm. That's when it started to swell up more. So like I think during Friday's were- show, between like 8 a.m. and noon, it got really bad. And it, it would have, I think you would have seen some serious issues developing if you're like, all right, if it's bad on Saturday, I'll go. If yeah. you would have just done that, you probably would have ended up with the surgery. Honestly, it was a couple of these calls. Let me pull this one up in particular. This call in particular from a listener really changed my tune. I think this one's it. Hold on. Uh, this one might be it. Tanner, yeah. hey, just about the dog bite right quick. Hey, yeah. My son almost lost his hand this year from a dog bite. Really? They yeah. have bacteria they have bacteria in their mouth that will cause an internal infection and it won't stop until they get all that crap out. And that's the same thing that the doctor told me. Mm-hmm. The exact same thing. And he and he that's why he was like, You need to soak your hand in this tub with a certain soap and then pick these scabs off and let 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 the wound continue to push out the goop and the gunk. And you know and I think part of the thing that gets you going with this guy and I, there were a couple other calls as well that the tone of their voice is, this is an entertainment show, but now I'm telling you something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and Fart you jokes tell. aside. Yeah, I'm here to make you live. <laughs> All right. So I really I'm appreciate you, the audience you and you guys for telling me that on, on uh, last week. Yes, Marcus? I'm sorry, what? Sorry. I, I, I'm just really glad that you had a good experience there. The last couple of times that I've been to, uh, it wasn't a Zoom care. It was an urgent care. Um, things have not gone well for me. And so I'm really glad to hear that there are still doctors out there that are um, you know, taking their work home with them. I know it's probably not the most healthy thing for them, but you want the doctor to care. The last time I, <laughs> I was in, I just picture this doctor a- Friday night drinking like that poor bastard. Yeah. <laughs> just takes like another it. shot. He's going to have a hook by I, Sunday. The last time I went in, I had, uh, I have a, a digestive issue that's, that's uh, pretty serious. It pops up about once a year and it's basically an infection. And it hurts really bad. Like I can't really walk. I kind of end up bedridden for like a day until they give me my antibiotics. And then I I'm fine within a day or two. Um, and I went in this last time and I looked at the guy and I went, this is what's happening. It's happened to me five times now in my life. My dad's got it. My mom's got it. My sister's got it. Everybody's got it. It's, it's happening. So please give me these antibiotics. And he looks at me dead in the face and he goes, I think you have a urinary tract infection. Oh God! And like, I was like, "No, that's not it. This isn't. It's not the hose. It's the pipes." Thanks, Doctor <laughs> Quinn. <laughs> and he's like, "No, sorry. Uh, yeah, you got a urinary tract infection, so we're going to put you on these antibiotics." And long story short, he put me on one of the two antibiotics that I actually needed for my real affliction, and the other one was just me pumping antibiotics into my system that I didn't need. 
So it took me, I had to go see my actual doctor after that. It took like a week and a half, almost two weeks to get the regular antibiotics that I knew I needed. And I just, I felt like he didn't give a shit about it. He didn't listen to me. He didn't take anything that I said seriously. I was in eight out of 10 pain when I was in his office and he kind of just shrugged it off. So Hmm. like I said, Hmm. just to bring the whole thing full circle, I'm really glad to hear that you had a dedicated doctor because you were in a serious spot. You just didn't know it. Marcus, he shouldn't have opened with, I need 30 Vicodin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you do that in any urgent care. They look at you sideways. I I know that for sure. So here's the deal, doc. I need pills. And I'll tell you why in a bit. But write it out so they can get going on it. Yeah. Yeah, and back in the day, I bet there were docs who did. Just like, fine, whatever. Just get out of my office. And they were getting paid. That The people who made Oxycontin, they, they, the whole whole shtick was to pay the doctor to prescribe the drug. Oh, my goodness. And so the whole thing, I mean, and there were the drug doctors who went down and lost their licenses and countless people. And as as they should. And we'll never forget our good friend Andy, who uh, had surgery and he was coming off of the oxys. And I've never seen somebody in more pain. Mm-hmm. I've never seen someone more miserable when he was coming off those oxys, those 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 ones that you were talking about. It shows why people do drastic things in order to make that feeling go away, and it, it breaks my heart. That pill commercial where that woman crashes her car to get more? I'm like, mm-hmm. holy shit. Has it been that bad? Yeah. yeah. It's that bad, man. And it it they're it's a crazy thing. If you've ever been prescribed them before, it it like the feeling that you get after like one or two of them is enough to scare any any sane person away, I feel like, and, and people that aren't, you know, truly ill. And uh, I, I just, man, those things scare the hell out of me, dude. And and it's, it's funny to me, too, because you look, you know, 60, 80, 100 years ago, they were prescribing things like heroin and cocaine to take care of your problems. Mm. And it's not as much as a, a cure as it was just a mask. It's you like, know what here, you we'll need? just make you feel really you good. You need just a real good solid eight ball. Yeah, they were like heroin, a safe alternative to don't. There's no answer for that. <laughs> don't finish that sentence. Right. Just stop. Just stop. I remember on Lost, that's what Jack did. They didn't have any painkillers, so they had to take the heroin out of the Jesus statues. Mm, I remember that part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You find those in the plane that had crashed. The plane, yes. And that echoes up, echoes brother. And that's how the pretty kid dies in the first season. Doesn't it fall that's, out of the tree? That's right. Yeah. Uh, that that girl's brother. Yeah, and then she got she went the way of the buffalo too at some point. Saeed's uh, oh. Saeed's girlfriend, she was shot in the stomach by uh, Anna Lucille. A little quick dive into yeah. Lost. Much everybody go the way of the buffalo on Lost. Like most, most people, <laughs> yeah, most yeah. Some of the majors <laughs> didn't die, but most people, yeah, they all died on Lost. Her- Hurley went uh, through a portal onto the set of Hawaii Five O. Yeah, I would have been pissed if I was on that <laughs> island. We've been here for six years. You haven't lost a pound. Yeah, what the hell are you doing? Where is the food? You're hiding right. it somewhere, Hurley. And it's true. We found they they found the hatch that had ranch and all sorts of things in there, and mm-hmm. he had a stash in the jungle. And how would he stay so fat? The answer is ranch. They actually addressed it in one episode. They go, uh, like one guy goes. He goes, uh, I'm down a couple of belt loops, okay? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. <laughs> That's what he said, <laughs> then he moves on. Because they're like, how are you on this island this whole time and you're still heavy? Little gains. <laughs> they needed him to stay fat for flashbacks. Oh, that that would have been true. a great idea, like have him lose weight during the show. But, but he couldn't. They couldn't. You know, he, I guess he could have put on a fat suit, but... But the Fat Hurley yeah, was Fat Hurley. Yeah. <laughs> fat Hurley would look like Weird Al in a fat suit. I don't know why. <laughs> I just, yeah, I can see good, it. I actually hair. picture that right in my nice. <laughs> Weird Al in a fat suit. Uh, all right, so I don't yeah. know why we were looking this up today. Drew and I off the air, we're talking about 
delivery food. Oh, this is why. Because I ordered Chinese food yesterday, and I was like, why isn't why isn't more things delivered? I know we have Uber Eats now, but why isn't why is it just Chinese food and pizza that's traditional tradi- traditional foods to be delivered? Like mm-hmm. why isn't why didn't McDonald's never pick up on this or other foods? And Drew and I found out why today. Well, at least the history of Za. The history of pizza. Right. Is this I wanted Italian music. The jury's out on Chinese food. We got Italian This doesn't sound like Italian music at all. It's like, nice it's like though. A beach hit. Yeah, or something like, like when they're showing you appliances in the 1960s. Oh, I'm about to get your microwave right here, 500 watts. It'll burn your food and it'll heat it up even gooder. <laughs> even gooder. <laughs> I like it. How'd you sell a vacuum? Well, this vacuum sucks, you see. But that's what you want it to do. You want it to suck. Buy my vacuum. Buy it right now. <laughs> that sounds great. I feel like I'm in 1955 right now. Vroom vacuum. That's right. Vroom vacuums. Da, 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 da. All right, I got to find some actual Italian music. That's more. There you go. I actually was fascinated by this because, you know, why? Why do you think pizza's is, you know, the thing. The thing, Marcus. I don't know, man. Ever since I saw Ernie Ray's Jr. put it on the back of his scooter in Ninja Turtles 2, I just, I feel like it's just been meant to be. But that's like my first experience. Yeah. I bet you movies and TV are a big influence in its rise. I'll never forget, though, like for me, is when the pizza guy would show up to the house when I was a kid and that they pull a pizza out of that big red bag. Mm -hmm. That and the smell that would come out of that bag. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I honestly want to buy one of those big red bags just to, when I order a pizza, I just put it right back in there. And leave it in there between each slice. Because in, as adults, we get spoiled. We have it more than we used to. But as a kid, I think part of the nostalgia is it was rare when that box came to my house. Yeah. And when they when you heard the Velcro. The history of pizza delivery. It all started in 1889. Legend has it, King Umberto of Italy. Umberto. And Queen Margarita. I don't know that I'm saying that right. Margarita. I think it's Margarita because that's the name of the pizza that, oh, they're, okay. that they're making. Well, Queen Margarita uh, were visiting Naples around 1889. Luckily for pizza history, the queen became sick uh, after eating rotten food. Rotten food? Pood. Pood. <laughs> which is... Uh, <laughs> which that's is, what they call rotten food in Italy. Is yeah, that's, that's gone pood. Uh, which is uh, when she requested to dine on traditional Italian food. So they had it brought to her, right? Okay. Here's where Chef Raffaele... Is- Esposito had the glory of serving his pizza to the royals. He went above and beyond for the king and queen, creating a pizza with mozzarella, basil, and tomatoes to resemble the colors of the Italian flag. Which is the margarita pizza today. However, back then, a king and queen would not have been expected to visit a local pizzeria. No! So, uh, So instead, Esposito took the pizza himself. This is known as the first ever pizza delivery recorded in pizza history. Also, the birth of the authentic margarita pizza. Mm-hmm. Look at that. So, uh, the revolution actually started in 1945 after World War II. Hungry soldiers were craving food that they had abroad. Pizza. However, soldiers couldn't travel to the nearest pizza shop. In some cities, they'd have to travel an hour. Whoa. So, here's where New York stepped up, offering the first order to take home pizzas. Uh, these would come in specially stored containers. You know, the pizzas would be stored in special containers. Yeah. Uh, that which were later facilitated in their transportation. So, or I'm sorry, they facilitated in their transportation. Excuse me. Having that nice box. Yeah. So that that big red bag. There's a history there too. Uh, now modern uh, pizza delivery started in 1960. Makes sense. I mean, once you have the individual vehicle. Uh, The 60s marked the beginning of the fast food era. By this decade, most Americans had two vehicles, and private cars were common uh, common among among American families. Um, Let's see here. Oh, yeah, this is when they started the 30 minutes or less thing. Just to give you an example of how popular food delivery was, uh, 30 minutes or less, that's how they would would advertise it. Get your food fast. Because there were some pizza places, if it's not there in an hour, it's free. That type of deal. There's a Ninja Turtle reference in there, too. Pizza yeah. dudes got 30 seconds. And, of course, worldwide pizza, I guess they say, really uh, blew up around 94 to 97. 
and then phone pizzerias in 2009. Mm -hmm. So there you go. I thought that was interesting, the the history of the first delivered pizza. It has to come down. 1889. It has to come down to what? To convenience and travelability of the food. Because, you know, like, like a burger and fries, like you mentioned McDonald's. It's all right after a few minutes, but like if I get McDonald's for my my family and I'm bringing it to the house, I I'm gotta be like well, nine minutes. They, max. Ne- they never invented a big red McDonald's bag to put it in. Wouldn't a deep fryer in the back of a Volvo? <laughs> what if what if they fried the food when they got there? Amazing. <laughs> Drop the fries right in my driveway. But I I don't know why I think I think a burger and fries would be great delivered. I just don't know. I I, I was confused on why it was just Chinese food and. And and pizza, because mm-hmm. not all Chinese food travels well. You just eat it that way. You know, it's like, oh, that got wow, that was breaded, and now it's steamed and yeah. wet. But I'm gonna eat it because it's covered in red sauce. I want pizza now. I'm gonna I'm gonna slick the uh, slick the outside skin off and throw that back first, and then I'll eat the chicken. Kung Pao, <laughs> wow, that's some good stuff. Yeah, you know, it, I now that I'm thinking about it too, and I got to bring this up. I feel like the best advertisement for making me want pizza immediately is the opening credit scene to the Ninja Turtles Two: The Secret of the Use. I know I've been on this a little bit this morning, but hear me out. <laughs> I want to discuss. It's got it. the ugliest. The ugliest people in the world are featured in this little short scene, but they're all eating a big fat slice of cheese pizza. Yes. And it's like a New York. When slice, I see you know? pizza in movies, you're right. Home Alone. And they, oh, that's Home Alone. Every time I see Home Alone, yeah, I yeah. want pizza. You throw it on the counter and everyone's Every pulling Zaw. Oh, you're right. Home Alone is the one. When I see that movie, I order. I think I order a pizza every single time. And I was lining it up to Worldwide Pizza. You know, so like five or six years after Home Alone, yeah. Q Worldwide Pizza. Coincidence? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I loved. Uh, I loved that movie. What else? What else? There was Turtles. There was Home Alone. Home Alone's my oh, pizza. I'm gonna slap you silly. What was that? I was uh, the, the line from the uncle when Kevin's oh, in the yeah, shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get out of here, you little pervert, or I'm gonna slap you silly. I remember that. I was in the second one. In, in the first one, there's the um, you're with the French call laissez compétent. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard a little. Uh, I don't know if I shared this on the Donkey Show or on the air, but um, I just found this stat out. Literally, like two or three weeks ago, when Kevin's going through his brother's, what's his brother's room? Buzz. Buzz. When he's going through his brother's room and he finds a picture of his girlfriend and he goes, Buzz, your girlfriend, woof. That's actually the director's son dressed up as a girl. Because they didn't want to belittle some young yeah, girl. They on... felt bad, like like Kevin McAllister going, oh, she's ugly. And she's a real person. So if it was <laughs> yeah. his son, it's funny. Yeah. So I thought that was brilliant. And I look back at it now and you go, oh, that's definitely a boy. But at the <laughs> you time, know? you're just like, holy hell. You go, woof. woof. Just like Kevin. Buzz. Woof. And Buzz was, I mean, Buzz's haircut was so him flat and, I'm top. sure Buzz is adopted because him and Kevin look nothing alike. Zero. And Buzz is a dick. Yeah. He is Buzz so is the adopted one though, because mom has the That's mom what I'm has saying. those red yeah. jeans. Yeah, Buzz is adopted, definitely. But Buzz you had think the so, night because mom has those mom has those red jeans in the movie. Yeah, like, I felt the Kevin might mom. be the uh, oh you think well the one. Kevin was treated like the adopted kid, but Buzz looks nothing like the rest of them. So well, maybe maybe you're right. The mom, the one from Shit's Creek, she's Marcus does make a good point. They have the same red hair. Yeah, but she's that, very red in that movie. Yeah, she's. Um, the dad was great too. He's passed away. He's since. passed now. Yeah, she's from like Second City. She used to be on Second City a lot. She I didn't realize so she was super funny. funny. Like I didn't. I, th- I always knew she was an actress, but like I didn't realize she was like a comedic. Because she normally in actress. the '90s, she always had to play that kind of the straight role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the yeah. John Candy gets the joke, and she stands there. Oh, polka 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 polka. <laughs> Wind City Polka? I don't know. He goes down the list. He's lots of polka. Oh, I got to sneeze. So I got. I got. I felt the sneeze coming for like. Two minutes now, and it, it just—it's in there somewhere. I'm, polka, polka, polka. Maybe we can pull it out. Polka, 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 polka. Oh, I hate polka music. Man, they—they yeah. they sold over six hundred copies of that. <laughs> That's right. In the summer of '69. Uh, uh, listen to this. Um, this is a local artist. Someone sent this to us. Now, this isn't our genre of music at all, but it's a local artist. And the first couple lines—it was kind of funny. I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a—it's a—it's called a COVID Christmas. Thought it was deep, pretty decent. Yeah. So 
from Gresham, Oregon. Winter's calling, snow is falling, candy cane, cocoa cup of holiday cheer. No place to go, everywhere's closed. Don't wanna catch a cold, I'm staying right here. Unless it's essential, I'll just put my mask on. Six feet apart, showing kindness, it ain't that hard to do. Love's in the air. Like you said, not our. It's more of a hallmark sound, but yeah. funny theme. Polly talented. Polly COVID Christmas. And she's hot too. Gresham's finest. She is really Gresham's finest. She's really pretty. Yeah, she's wow. and you know she seems like she's working on that Hollywood life. So good luck. Great production value. Yeah, that's all Marcus has. He's like hated it, but <laughs> song sucked. But hey, done. Well produced. Hey. I always like to see a local artist doing good things, and I think that's a good thing. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. Cleveland like will no longer use the Indians' team name. I saw that. Wow. The Cleveland Indians are planning to drop the nickname they've used for more than a century. The team has faced mounting pressure for Native American groups and others to drop Indians, which many feel is insensitive and racist. It's unclear if a new nickname has been picked yet. But, uh, of course, the, uh, the Redskins dropped their name. They haven't picked a, 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 a name yet, so it might take a while. And Cleveland, just two years ago, they scrubbed – they had that Indians logo that you see in Major League and all these yes. other places. It That disappeared, and they were – Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Replaced it with a C. And that, it was at that point that I thought to myself, this is... It's the beginning of the end. Yeah, this is happening. Yeah. And it is know, kind of I, amazing that it made it that long, too, because that, that uh, logo's name is Chief Wahoo. And it's always just like, just the, the sound of that sounds like when they made it, Wahoo. they were kind of yeah, tongue-in-cheek. Really, it know? is ridiculous. And you think about it, when you were a kid... Indian was said in, like, even when they were talking about history, and you sat Indian style. Yes. And if you were to say that now, it'd be like, well, that's offensive. Well, that's offensive, but it's still a team. So it needs to be one uniform message. So if the message is that it's offensive, get rid of it. Let's move on from it. I could never sit like that either as a kid. I was always the kid who just couldn't, my legs wouldn't fold that way. Just, that wasn't your It just fold. didn't work. I'm a different kind of origami. <laughs> I, I went the <laughs> other way. I just, yeah, I couldn't. So I, I, I always felt bad. They're like yelling kid, at couldn't. you like, all right, sit on your knees then. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> Everything hurts. Uh, let's see. I'm just going down the stuff we didn't get to today. Um, my hand starting to throb. I think I need more. Time for some antibiotics. Yeah, I think I need more pills. He gave me something too. I can't remember the name of it. It's it's a painkiller for that throbbing pain, the that inflammation. Yeah, stuff. I can't remember the name of it. Um, anyway, he gave me a giant bottle of that. Nice nerve knocker. Side effects are memory loss <laughs> yeah. and four-hour erections. I only took one though. I was, you know, I just I was like, uh, I don't know. I'm just gonna take these antibiotics and just let this play out. Mm-hmm. But now it does look like it. Like I just went to the hospital and they couldn't find my. Yes, the blind lady just was stabbing, trying to get an IV. You want to hear President Obama recite a line from Eminem, Lose Yourself? Sure. Mm -hmm. Look, if you had one shot or one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted in one moment, would you capture it or just let it slip? Okay. Uh, sure. you know, you I know, want to hear him rap. You know, Eminem got a smile out of that. Yeah, I, I want to hear him rap, probably a though. couple mil. Yeah, yeah pay does, he me. Get, does he get paid? Yeah, if he stopped right there in the lyrics, it's least, less expensive. 
Um, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Oh, Chris you Cornell's family. Hold on. Chris Cornell's family re- released an album of covers that Chris Cornell made before he passed. I love him doing covers. I hope there's some stuff in there worth listening to. This is a song from Prince. Uh, Prince, Nothing Compares to You. Uh, Chris- that's the, one of the ones, maybe another recording of it. This is Chris Cornell. Um Anyway, they released an entire album of covers that he made. I love this cover. It's been seven hours and sixteen days. By the way, the album's called No One Sings Like You Anymore, and they are damn right. I mean, that guy, that voice, that voice. I go out every night and sleep all I'm so stoked because so so that that cover he played live uh, right after Prince died, but there was no there's no MP3 or whatever you would call it now. So it like basically if you wanted to listen to that song we just listened to, you'd have to have YouTube open Uh like while you're driving down the freeway. Yeah. Yeah. So to have actual recordings now of that is so awesome. Yeah, it's out. The album is out. It's got 10 songs on it. Uh, he recorded these back in 2016, I guess. I want to hear the rest now. So I'm, I'm going to do that on the way home. Speaking of covers, Sammy Hagar and The Circle covers David Bowie's song Heroes. Mm. Uh, you want to hear that? Sure. All right. I don't even really know this song. Neither do I. Do you know the song, the same Marcus? One that, yeah, it's the same one that the Wallflowers covered, isn't it? Can you sing you a little hymn? Heroes, Could, right? Yeah, yeah. Can you sing a little hymn for me? Um. <clears throat> oh, geez, how does it go? Um. <laughs> I totally lost it. Play it again. Just play it some more, and I'll get it for you. Uh, it's uh. I will be king, and you, you will be queen. We could be heroes just for one day. That's like a super sped up condensed version, but no, you, keep going. you still aren't getting it. I, keep going. I still, still hasn't gotten to me. Get I, that's it, all right. I know. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's, it's a Wallflower song. Look it up in Wallflowers, and you'll recognize it immediately. Marcus' head's going to pop. <laughs> I don't know this song. like this. I didn't think I was going to at first. So there's that cover. Everyone's doing covers because everyone's trapped in their house and they're going crazy. Mm -hmm. Uh, The original artist was on that one. David Bowie. See, and that's what I thought. So the the thing about that song is a lot of people in our generation think the Wallflowers actually wrote that song. And, and the Wallflowers is uh, Bob Dylan's son, Jacob Dylan, and his band. Um, they think that he wrote that, but it's actually a Bowie cover. And you wouldn't know it because the song was, uh, was a hit back in, like when I was in high school, that Wallflower song was at the top of the charts all the time. Everybody uh, thought they wrote it. Uh. 
Yeah. Well, you learn a little something every day, and it's David Bowie. Uh, Dave Grohl also covered some songs. Actually, he he covered a bunch of songs for Hanukkah. Uh, the first night he recorded, uh, what was it, uh, Sabotage? Yeah, Beastie Boys. It was awesome. I, pretty good for Dave Grohl. You know, let me pull this up here. Dave Grohl, uh, pretty much the Foo Fighters doing a cover of Beastie Boys. Sabotage. He's straining his voice to do it like yeah, yeah. It had even, to hurt. Yeah, I can't even do it. Uh it sounds like he's doing it like an oppression of like a Muppet there or something. Mm-hmm. He's gonna need a <laughs> lozenger at the end of that. I can't, I can't even do it. He's probably one of the only people that can, to be honest with you. It's like Dave, you need Dave Girl's talent to be able to hit that falsetto weird register. Yeah, it's so far up there. I think it sounds great. I love it. And given the fact that Grohl is playing drums and singing at the same time, it makes it even more badass. things online if you want to check it out i like it we got all four days of the sessions the hanukkah sessions uh the other one that he did remember drake hotline bling marcus i know that you love that song <laughs> i know when the hotline bling oh yeah that's my okay. favorite one here it is they right. covered that too <clears throat> you used to call me on that you used to call me on my cell This more than the original. Oh, yeah. Ever since I left the city, you got a reputation for yourself now. I like this one. definitely better. It's a good jam. Yeah. I mean, he barely saves it because that song, but it's way better. And then he recorded uh, Mississippi Queen. And then, what is this? Peaches. Did he didn't do this? Isn't Peaches from the Presidents, is it? I hope so. I don't think it is. What is this? Got popular on the first Jackass when Johnny Knoxville was the uh, was the old man and had this nuts hanging out of his I shorts. Remember? remember? Yeah. And he does like a like a weird strip tease to the. Well, it's not a strip tease. He doesn't take off any clothes. His balls are already hanging out. But he he does a dance to this.
because it's the best. Are you doing? That couldn't have, that had to be, that couldn't have been in the original lyrics, right? Stay in school because it's the best. Yeah. No, that's the original lyrics. Really? Pe- Peaches is yep. the name of the artist and the, uh, the track. Did you say the track's name? What was the track called? Fuck the Pain Away. Yeah. I like It'll the lyrics. Get It'll get to that point in a second. Oh, I just started it over. Should I get closer to the end? Yeah, just if you move it probably about two thirds of the way through, you'll hear the uh, the reason for that title. Yeah, holy crap. A little redundant. Yeah. All See, right. it looks like he it looks like Dave Grohl brought in the original artist for that part too. Yeah. And that actually is true. It says here in this article she came in for the chorus. Yeah. So for the fuck the pain away part. That was her. Yeah, it's important. Yeah. Gotta bring her on that part. Mm. Fuck the pain away. Exactly. Put it on Did your Did you schedule. think about trying that for your hand, Tanner? Uh you know, Try I didn't, it didn't work. I didn't. <laughs> Dropped way more. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Looks like, uh, New York City is going to be hit with a big, big snowstorm here soon. Um, Marcus, when you die, do you want to be cremated or do you want to be tossed in the ground or how do you want to be buried? Do you want to be put in a wall? Like one of those, uh, cream or one of those, my grandma's in a wall. Yeah. They like put you in a shelf. It's mm-hmm. like a, it's like sure, a long no, file it's a, cabinet. It's a crypt. Oh, a crypt. Do yes, you want to be like put in a file crypt? cabinet? I like file cabinet. If I'll have um, it for dead people. I think I think I want to this is gonna sound really, really tinfoil hat, but I'm gonna say it just because my first thought is you should probably keep the body intact and not burn it. Just in just case in case they come up with some kind of way that they can like light you back up or, yes, or, or maybe cloning. You know, they talk about downloading your memories and everything like into AI. Like you might get to actually be a, like a computer program or something if you keep yourself intact. But if you toast yourself and yeah. then spread your ashes on a mountain, then you're done. None of that. That's why I just toss yeah. me in the ground. And uh, that's why I like the show Upload because I'll just take your memories. It sounds terrible. Like when you die, you probably should just die. Like, like it sounds like to be trapped in a it's machine. Like putting your memories in a machine sounds like, like torture. It sounds awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the jury's out for me until at least three seasons into upload whether I want to be uploaded. <laughs> yeah, because right now the show makes you just look very sad and depressing. Absolutely. You know, doesn't look fun. So, yeah, I, I like the idea of, on. I mean, I was joking about it earlier, but it would be kind of cool if you were buried underneath a piece of vegetation just because... To become the tree? It gives you a physical representation. Now, whether that's really true at all, you know, I mean, but it does pull nutrients from the ground it's on. So maybe there's a maybe there's a, a leaf or two essence. at least. Yeah, I, I like that idea. I'm gonna I'm gonna you can get me a tree. I'm gonna give Drew a tree or a very small shrub for my front yard and just plant it right on his but right on his plot. Don't get me a tree and then neglect it and it's all fucking. <laughs> gimpy I don't want to get little. a tree that I've got to take care of. Just put it there and let the yeah, nature do the rest. Let the earth happen. How do you want to go, Marcus? You, you want to be cremated? Because I do not. Listen, if I go well, before you guys, do not allow me to be cremated. Yeah, I don't I don't want to be cremated. But did you guys know that? Kind of going off what you're saying there, there's a company that will actually, they like put you in a pod. They freeze you. Your body in a pod and then they, no, they plant it and a tree does grow because they put oh. like, they put a seed, a tree in there. And so your body actually, because they put you in there, I think is kind of like, you're going to be the compost that's going to feed the tree. If, that's effectively. The th- that sounds like, I love that idea. That's what I want. That That's my whole thought is that, you know, you are that tree. Uh, there's yeah, a company out there too that will freeze your corpse, right? Like it'll freeze your body just in case they can reanimate it in the future. But remember, then they were like they caught him playing hockey with yes. like Ted Williams' head. Yeah, they were playing. They were kicking around the dude's frozen head, a famous head. It wasn't even they like were hitting a, it with a baseball bat. Actually, it wasn't even like a tier two head. This dude was famous. Uh, <laughs> this was the guy that made the cryogenic freezing famous. This was Ted Williams, right? Yeah. Think about like yeah. the, the person who is like. You know, this might be technology in the future, but I'm going to take your money now. Mm-hmm. Like, like that, that whoever started that business, that he's running a racket. Absolutely, we're just, we'll take your corpse and we'll keep it frozen. Yeah, just maybe. Like, you're not doing anything. You own, you own a, you own an ice box. Yeah, it, right? it's nothing. That's all you're doing. That's but just it. in case, you never know. I suppose 50, 100 years from now, who knows? Mm-hmm. Put me on ice. 
fucking I I want until my mountains turn blue. I like the idea in science fiction movies, you know, when they're like they're they're traveling from planet to planet, then you go to sleep for 100 and 150 years. And you wake up and you're like, oh, dude, I am so <laughs> I like crampy. The, I like the idea in movies or whatever, but that sounds awful. Yeah, it does. You know, like imagine the imagine imagine the hangover after 150 years. And you're like, oh yeah, your kids didn't go, so they're dead. Yeah, everyone's oh. dead. <laughs> that sucks. Dead already? <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't think I'd like that. Yeah, no, I'm not into that. I I told you earlier, time is flying by already, and I'm just here on Earth. <laughs> I don't need to be, be frozen for 150 Shoot years. Shoot me into the the future. Um, all right. Well, I'm looking at other stuff, and nothing else is very interesting. So this is a good, it. solid, girthy donkey show. Yeah. Let's go and see uh, Marcus's segment. Let's hear news that sounds fake but isn't. These first two stories are super intriguing this morning, guys. A former Marine sergeant allegedly smuggled guns to Haiti in a plot to train the country's army and become the president of Haiti. Jeez, <laughs> oh, wow. that's a plan. Yeah, he he actually had uh, somebody that is still currently in the Marine Corps doctor some uh, credentials for him. And then he flew down to Haiti with uh, three suitcases of guns and one suitcase of ammunition and he was going to train the army and he was going to start a coup and he was going to become the president. It's really, I mean, a pretty good idea. Yeah, it's all going to go according to plan, bro. Sure. It was Operation Haiti's going to hate. <laughs> <laughs> well, Haiti hated and uh, customs took him into custody as they are wont to do. And uh, he's going to go to jail because you can't smuggle guns yeah. uh, from the United States into another country or vice versa. Now, I want to tell you this next story because it's going to bring things back. We, we had the former serviceman that was doing bad. Here we have a former gang member that's been named Missouri's Teacher of the Year. Um, this guy's name is Darian Cockrell. He was in a gang at the age of 10. Um, he was uh, born to a drug-addicted mother who had three kids at the age of 16. His father was murdered when he was four, and he Whoa. was going down a very dark path until he met a teacher of his own that told him it was okay to be tough and compassionate. He's now known as Mr. DC uh, and That's was great. awarded this by the Missouri Department of Education. So, yeah, I thought that sounded pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. we need more of that. I was watching this story about uh, this guy who he's in prison now for he him and his buddy committed a robbery, but his buddy shot somebody during the robbery, and the whole thing is if you if there's a felony committed and somebody dies while you're committing that felony, you you're get charged guilty. with murder. Mm -hmm. So he's been in prison ever since, you know, 15, 20 years now. But the guy has completely changed his life. This guy inside prison raises money for to to send kids to college who are out on the out on the street. Not any kids he knows, mm -hmm. just kids just to help out. And cool. he's helping he's helped like a hundred something different inmates get their GED. Wow. That so, alone oh. is pretty impressive. So he goes in there, he teaches inmates, and he helps raise money for kids to go to college. And I was just like, man, what a, he changed his life. That's fantastic. And you know those causes are what keep him going. Yes, it keeps, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Is that Helping it? all those people. Well, we'll head to, sorry, we'll head to Los Angeles for, uh, for this next one because uh, it looks like Los Angeles will be paying $130,000 for each eight foot by eight foot shed in a bid to house homeless people. Now, you heard that right. These are sheds like you might see sitting out in front of a Home Depot, uh, 64 square feet, eight foot by eight foot sheds. And uh, because of the way that Los Angeles is property value wise, these homes are costing $130,000 a piece for wow. a whopping 64 square feet. Uh, there's 39 of them, and it's estimated that Los Angeles is spending up to 10 times as much as what other cities would spend. Um, but that means that you're spending 13000 on an 8 by 8 shed. I know that these things are not that expensive. You can go to Home Depot and buy one for a couple grand. What the hell's going on? <laughs> I bought a tough shed for just over three grand, and you could have a family of four in there. <laughs> for sure. Well, apparently, according to Mayor Eric Garcetti, you could have a family of four in there if you can afford the mortgage, Drew. Mm -hmm, that's the problem. All right. And finally, uh, to the NFL real quick, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones has criticized his team's general manager, uh, who is Jerry Jones. His son. That's right. Yeah, no, it's it's him. He oh, it's is not. The, he is the owner and GM. His son is the vice president. And that's Jerry Jones uh, Jr. So I got that yes. backwards. Yes. Yeah, so the uh, the quote here is uh, 
every bit of it according to uh what is he says okay and then right past that you go to your general manager right past blaming coaches right past blaming players go to the general manager because coming through the door the gm was eye to eye hiring the head coach talking about where we're going to approach this thing from and through the door he knew where we were going to go from there this entire time jerry jones is talking about himself he is the gm of this team and i don't think the old crazy bastard knows it <laughs> third person himself in his own business conversation yeah didn't even know he was talking about himself or did he did he know he was talking about himself it's hard I to don't tell think with so, him man it's hard to tell with jer it's <laughs> getting there all right, let's do some porn star birthdays and then bounce. Um, by the way, very good job, Marcus. Very good. Very Thank good. you. Round of studio applause. Woo! There it is. Happy 58th birthday to porn star Ginger Lynn. She starred in Body Slam. Wow. Yeah, 58 years old. That's huge. She starred that's, in Body Slam. Old. She starred in New Wave Hookers. Uh, gentlemen prefer Ginger, Jailhouse Girls, and Sunset Stripped. And well, 50 is the new 47 and stripping and getting naked for a living. So, uh, happy 28th birthday to Antonia Sands. She starred in Four on One, Lesbian Gangbangs 2 and 4. Mm. Uh, she also starred in Cruising for Sluts 2, Fisting in Action 6, Holy crap. Strip Club Honeys, and Mix and Snatch 4. The fist is too much. It's just too much. And finally, happy 31st uh, birthday to Dominic. Uh, Dominica Phoenix. Dominica Phoenix. Uh, she starred in Two Hole Threesome Three. Oh, wow. Uh, banged to the End. <laughs> what is that? I don't know. Banged to the End. Until they're done. Uh, also, Grandpa's Appetite. Gross. No one but you. Mm-hmm. And your mama's ass. You know when the grandpa stuff's gross, when the butt's right after that and you're like, normal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moving mm-hmm. on. Uh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Say bye, Marcus. Uh, first, I want to tell you, I don't know who that porn star is, but it's Dominica. Oh, Dominica. <laughs> yeah, I felt like I was saying it wrong. What did uh, I say? Do- honestly, it's not her given name. She cares not at Dominica? all. Dominica? I was like, I don't... <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> She's in grandpa porn. Don't worry about it. All right, we'll see you. You've been listening to Tanner and Drew's Donkey Show. Hear it daily at 1059thebrew.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.